Well, hello everyone. It's Wednesday. It's not Wednesday. It's Thursday, July 5th. It was uh, 4th of July yesterday. Didn't get much sleep last night. All the fireworks going off. Fireworks so big that they rattled my windows, which of course made dogs freak out. Two of the six were freaking out. The other four didn't really care. But still, didn't get any sleep. So that was fun. And I had to wake up early, go to work today. And work was a blast. Um, I won't tell you where I work, but I will tell you I'm in customer service. I've been doing customer service since I was 14. And stop licking the legs. I've been doing customer service since I was 14. So I have a wide range of abilities, I guess you could say. This customer service that I do is very difficult. It's a lot of work, it's stressful. Um, and I never quite feel like I'm good enough at Like, I always feel like I'm fucking something up or something's going to come back to haunt me like in a week or a month. I don't know. I don't know. I left one job that I was at for nine years because towards the end there I was treated poorly. And I was blamed for everything. And it was just a bad environment. Anytime you come home and you, you cry from your job, that's not a place that you should be anymore. So I decided it was time for me to move on. And I am not a job hopper at all. So making that decision was very difficult for me. And after a lot of rejection, and a lot of putting my resume out there, and interviews, I even went to some employment agencies to try to help me. I finally got it all. And it's an offer with a company that if you grew up in West Fargo or Fargo and you could get into this company, you have people telling you if you can get in, you stay there. You stay there forever. Well, I've been there since December and I like it. It's just hard. It's not ever a good feeling when you don't feel like you're good enough. But then again, I think the last job broke me a little bit by me thinking that I'm not good enough. It's hard to repair something that's been broken down. You know, it's like trying to put Humpty Dumpty together again. It's not possible. That fucker fell off the wall. He broke into a bunch of pieces, and all the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. Stop licking my feet! Oh, you don't listen. Oh. So I got a few things I want to talk to you about here this week. And again, I don't know how many listeners I have, but hello to you all. Hi, Greg. Even though you haven't listened to episode two, but you're all over your other podcast. Whatever, I see where I see. I got to change this lifetime. Maybe it's really terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Let me find something good to watch here. Oh, Everest Chop is on. I won't watch Chopped anymore because Martha Stewart's on it. Nope, not doing it. And I yell at the TV when I watch Chopped. Because whenever we get to the dessert, somebody always does something stupid and tries to make ice cream. 
nine times out of ten, the ice cream doesn't work. Or they screw up the machine or do something stupid. Okay, like let's go to it right now. And everybody knows that Scott Conan does not like raw red onions. But they people always insist, I'm gonna change his mind. I'm gonna put raw red onion in here. He doesn't like it. He's gonna chop you down. Get it? There was a whole thing there. Oh she's cute. She was chopped. Sad face for her. I like Todd Allen. Oh, he's a chop champion. I wonder what their cha what the challenge was. Let's see. Whiskey and wings. If you screw up wings, you do not deserve to be in the kitchen. Okay? You should know how to make wings, eggs, noodles. If you screw up those basic things, you need help in the kitchen. I really like to cook. Yesterday I cooked um, zucchini hot dish, cheesy tortellini with cheese sauce. I didn't make my own cheese sauce, I cheated and just bought the jar. Because making a cheese sauce, that's time consuming, and frankly it's expensive, because you gotta buy like five or six different cheeses. I mean, you can have just one cheese, but how boring is that? And then I also made uh, rigatoni with chicken sausage, alfredo sauce. That was really good. I shared some with my parents and all that, so I went over to see the old people yesterday. When I went over to see the old people, their house smelled like peppermint eucalyptus. <coughs> oh God, I smelled wrong. And the reason it smelled like peppermint eucalyptus was because their dog had fleas. Makes no sense how their dog had fleas. My parents are very clean. The dog is outside for maybe, maybe 10 minutes a day. Because she goes out, she pees, she goes right back in the house. It's not like my dogs go wander around the, the fence backyard, you know, and there's rabbits everywhere and holes in the ground. I don't know how she got fleas. It was really weird. So that's that's a mystery. But the house smelled nice. Peppermint this. So, oh, here. So Chop is starting and they're introducing all of the chefs, which I think it's three men and one woman. One woman. One woman. And usually, I don't know, sometimes the woman either dominates or she sucks right out of the gate. And I'm not one that's all like, go women, women can do anything, man can do. I don't believe that like the sex thing, you know, women can do anything, men can do. It's up to the person. I, this, this lady here, she probably couldn't. Load a semi, I can't think anything else for some stupid reason. Just like Greg. <coughs> oh my god. Sorry. Just like Greg, who loads a semi, couldn't cook like she cooks. Everybody has their own abilities. It doesn't matter what's between your legs. Leo wants to play, so you're going to hear him squeak his toy and playing and plopping around and barking at it. So be ready for that business. Monty didn't want to eat supper tonight. So what I do for my dogs, because I love them, if I see that they want to eat, I will sit on the floor with the bowl between my legs, and then they eat, usually, because I'm like protecting I don't know, it's weird. But he ended up eating his food, it was just strange that he didn't want to. Mama better eat it. Mama wants to I want it. Oh, he's like, oh, he hit the table. 
is that, Rumschwager or something? That's disgusting. Oh, they make, they do weird shit on this show. I've always wanted to do like a chopped thing at the house here. I say at the house like it's this big, you know, like I have wings over the west thing. I just want to do a chopped thing at the house. Anyway, so I told Greg, I said, what you should do, Ellie, don't lick it. Don't lick it. Don't be here. I told Greg, I said, go over to the store, get some weird ingredients, like four weird ingredients, and then I just have to be, like, prepared. Because they always have boiling water on this show, so you can, like, make noodles right away. Because if you got to wait for water to boil, that's like waiting for goddamn grass to grow. It takes forever. And then I'm like, hey, I can see what I can make with four weird ingredients. Don't give me calamari, though. These guys have calamari. I don't want no squid. You're going to get me squid, get it to me clean. I don't want to be cleaning squid or picking bones out of fish or something. You can go weird, but don't, yeah. Just dump up overboard. So what else did I want to talk to you about? Oh, I said I changed channel. This guy's got uh, a weird face. He's distracting. Oh, let's see. Molly, no. Don't look at oh, the office. We'll do the office. The office was only good when Steve Carell was on. As soon as he left, it just kind of sucked. Like when Andy was the manager. If I was in charge of that company, Andy would have never been a manager. He sucked as a salesman. If he had a weak personality, no, you're not going to be no manager. If you're a manager, you need to have some balls. I was a manager once. People didn't like me. I didn't care. I tried to be fair, but I also tried to be firm. And somebody called me out on it, and they were like, well, you can't be both. Yeah, you can. I'll be firm when you're being a dumbass, and I'll be fair and I'll be friendly the rest of the time when you're working. So, so stop on that. I'm drinking a beer. I am drinking a summer shandy. Leinen Kugel. Leinen Kugel. I think that's how you say it. It's it's a summer, like limited summer. And it's real lemony. It's very good. Highly recommend it if you like beer and you like citrus. Good beer. I'm not going to have supper tonight, oh, I think, because I had tacos for lunch today. Being home from work to have tacos with bread and the visitor for a little bit. Ended up having almost a two-hour lunch break because I lost track of time and I had to shit. Because remember last time? I shit a lot. So I had to do that. By the time I got back to work, it was almost two hours. <coughs> oh my god. I'm coughing like I got COPD or something. God, that was terrible. Oh, Jesus, there it was. I knew something was coming. It's either going to be out the, out the top or out the bottom. But I didn't come out the bottom because those tacos are still sitting in there. It's like a brick in my stomach. I don't know why. It's just sitting there. But a co-worker and I, 
friend. So I'll call her a friend. I don't have many. Uh, she's, she's a lot of fun to talk to. We went for a walk at about 4 o'clock or so. I actually had to walk slow because of the tacos that are still sitting in my belly. Like bricks. I mean, I got a cramp. I got a side cramp. Like I had just run a marathon when I was maybe walking, I don't know, 500 feet, if that. It was, it was not a pleasant experience. So, taco meat's all gone. If I do eat anything later, it's going to be like some cherries or something. So I'm really good stuff. Bought some cherries at the store. But then I sometimes buy too much of one thing that's on sale, and then I get it home, and I realize I already have to eat of that thing. Like frozen vegetables. I love vegetables. Especially the frozen ones that you can microwave in the bag. So they always have them pretty cheap at the store. Dollar a bag, or like three bags for, I don't know. I just buy stuff. That didn't sound right. I don't just buy stuff haphazardly. But if it's on sale, especially vegetables, I can buy them. get them home. I got 20 bags of freaking frozen vegetables in my freezer. I'm just like the mom and my grandma. There they were food. They have enough food that they could actually see in the whole neighborhood. I don't really think I have that much food. I do have a lot, though, and I know how to make it stretch. I'm good at that. We may be poor, but we eat them. And our body shape shows it. We weighed ourselves yesterday. Grant kept saying, well, your scale doesn't work. Your scale doesn't work. I have a Fitbit scale, so it is linked up to my phone, and it knows me. It knows my body weight and stuff. So I you know, it works just fine. And then I saw what I weighed. And I wanted to go stand in front of the semi and just let the semi just take me out because it was very sad. Then he got on the scale and I wanted to push him in front of the semi because again, very sad. So we're going to do something with ourselves. I need to get back to exercising like we used to. I used to exercise five or six days a week. I loved it. I did body pump, I did Zumba, I was on the treadmill, I was on the elliptical. I did all of it. I felt so good about myself. I actually liked looking in the mirror and seeing the progress. You know, not everybody saw it, but I saw it. And I felt it when I put my pants on and I just, I felt good. I, I had quit smoking, I lost like 60 pounds. Well then, I was at a job that consumed my life, and I gained it all back. Not a good time. It's not fun when you sweat in places that shouldn't be sweaty. Like, you know, you've got like this weird, like, chub rub sweat. I'm not going to go into detail, but I'm sure you know what chub rub is. It's not... I wouldn't wish that even on my mother-in-law, and that is a subject for another time. Maybe heads up. Now, I don't like my mother. 
I like my husband's stepmom. She's great. I like my husband's dad. He's wonderful. But the actual person that birthed him, I want to punch her in her soft spot on her head because I guarantee she still has one. She is, oh God, I think that's going to be a whole another day, a whole another conversation. So, hold on just a second. Rocco, do you need to go potty? Yeah? Oh. No, just Rocco goes potty. Go potty, Go ahead. He sits by the door like a good boy. <laughs> Rocco was pretty abused in his past, you know. He's a pretty good pup. He's a sweetheart. He's a little dumb. You know, he heard the fireworks going off and stuff last night. He insisted on going outside and barking at the fireworks like he was going to fight him. That was his job. No. Sit your ass down so we can watch a movie and I can eat my tacos. See, the tacos at lunch to me were the leftovers from something last night. Supper last night didn't make me feel like it did today. My belly's actually hard. Oh, God. It's like Jean-Claude Van Damme belly. Well, that kid wasn't fat. That is one actor that has aged very well. He has. Nothing like Sylvester Stallone just goes down there fucking scared. Ellie, stop licking it! God, every day! Every day I'm telling you guys to stop licking something. Stop scooping your butt on the floor. Put your face up. Don't roll around in the shit. Quit pissing on my hostess. Stop licking my pillow. Don't lick your brother's wiener. Get your face out of your sister's ass. All the time. It's every day. But that's what you get when you have dogs. They're gross. Not gross like people, though. People are more disgusting. We talked about that a little bit, how, you know, people got away from stuff. Think about sex. Sex is gross. Well, it's very fun. <clears throat> Doesn't happen very often here. The reason being is because I'm on all these antidepressants. And people don't talk about it very often, but when you're on the antidepressants, Try it. I mean, your vagina turns into the Sahara Desert. There are times you actually open your legs and you expect tumbleweed to come flying out. Because it, it, it just, it, it soaks up everything, those pills. In order for you to be somewhat stable, not hurt yourself or others, that's a consequence. It takes away your sex drive. Guys, after business. Yeah, that's what happens. While sex is fun, it's gross. It's gross. Because you get sticky, sweaty, and you're putting things in things, and then you want to put things into other things. No. Okay? You're not going to put your winger in me. And then expect me to put it in my mouth. That is disgusting. I'm not doing it. I am not in a porno. You're not paying me for this. I'm not doing it. It's not. Happening. 
I used to want to be a whore when I was young. It was like a goal of mine. When I was in high school, no boys liked me. And I was pretty brazen, too. I would tell boys that I liked, and I'm like, you're cute. We should get to know each other. They'd laugh at my face. I was the fat girl from the trailer park that went to the library all the time that wore hand-me-downs from my sister. That was before I got fat. That I could actually fit in the hand-me-downs. But I had made fun of all the time. And none of the boys ever liked me. I never went to school dances. I never went to prom. Um, I didn't get my goodies touched until I met Greg at 17. Yeah. But that was my thing. I'm like, God, I'm going to graduate high school. And I'm going to let every boy I meet touch whatever he wants. That's, that was the thought. Okay, so where did I leave off? I think I left off with me wanting to be a four. I had to let the dogs outside. I'm in my pajamas. First thing I do when I get home, take the bra off, put the pajamas on. I don't give a shit who fucking sees me. Get down. I gotta fix, I gotta get this. I don't care who sees me. I'm in my pajamas. I want to be comfortable. That's all that matters to me. <coughs> I don't want to take my bra off. I need to let Kitty slide. So, anyway. Back to me wanting to be a whore. Sorry, I said a whore. I had figured by the time I was 17 that either I was going to meet somebody, I was going to have to become a lesbian. I know it's not a choice, okay? But I was thinking, well, maybe. I don't know. I've never been with a guy. Maybe. I don't know. Or, I was going to be the lonely cat lady at the end of the block throwing rocks at children. And Greg came along. So, let me tell you the story on how we met. We met on the internet. We didn't meet like people meet now on the internet. Where, oh, we met on match.com. My getaway 
was completely anticlimactic. Is that the right word? Anticlimactic? Is there an extra C in there? It sounds very climactic, climatic. It didn't have the pizzazz that I wanted it to as I was leaving. I go to meet another guy. He's okay. A uh, little off-putting, he's wearing loafers with no socks. I mean, I know you don't wear socks with loafers, but I don't know. I, it, it didn't look right on him. And I always notice shoes. I notice weird things. Maybe I notice shoes because all my shoes are hand-me-downs. So I meet this guy. And he's really nice and everything. And we were kind of hitting it off. I don't remember what his name was. Remember he had brown eyes and blonde hair. He was kind of a bigger guy. And all of a sudden he just stopped calling me. So I'm like, okay, well I'm going to move on and try to find somebody else that wants these goodies. My bakery's not closed yet. It wasn't even open yet. My bakery was still in the building process. Ellie, don't be a bitch to your brother. So then I go to Jamestown with my, with a choir competition. I was still in high school. He was going to the Jamestown College. That's where we had a competition. He followed me around campus like a fucking sleeper. He's like, okay, you didn't call me, but now you're going to start stalking me? Weirdo. So I was done with him. Then we met another guy. I think his name is Ryan. I don't remember. I think it was right. He drove a maroon Beretta. Or, as I've called it in the past, a Beretta, because I like to mix up words on purpose just because I'm a meeting. So I meet up with this guy, and I'm like, huh, he's really cute. I like him. He can do things to me. Not right away, because that's weird. You know, the, the good girl in me kicked in. And really it should have been just, you know, beat my beating like Mike Tyson on a speed bit. Do what you can do. So if we go for a drive out to Horace. No, Harvard. Whichever one is up north. Harvard. Yes, Harvard. And he takes me on this dirt road. And we're going to go look at the stars. Quotation marks and, you know, air quotations. We look at the stars. So we get out, look at the stars, beautiful stuff. I mean, you can see everything. All of a sudden, he reaches over and he tries to grab a titty. And part of my brain is going, just let him do it. It's fine. The other part of my brain was like, I just met this guy a couple hours ago, and he's already trying to touch my tit. What the hell? And like, the, the good girl with me came out. I'm like, no. No, it's too soon for that. He took me home. He never called me again. He ended up sending me a message on AOL, an instant message, where he said, you can't make the heart of somebody. Shut up, you weird. Okay? Just, just, I hope you get syphilis. All right? Then I met this other guy. And, oh, God, is his name Greg, too? I can't remember him either. But he picked me up, and I remember I wore this really nice shirt. I'm like, Mom, I'm going to wear the nice shirt you got me for my birthday. You and Dad got me for my birthday. She goes, okay, you look nice on the shirt. He was nice on the phone. We talked and everything. He comes to pick me up. He's a big guy. 
he's wearing jean shorts, a ratty old t-shirt that is ripped in multiple places, disgusting shoes, remember I, I'm a fan of the shoes, I look at the shoes, a dirty cap, and I look really nice. He gets me into this car. It was a two-door Ford Temple. Isn't that weird? I don't remember their names, but I remember their cars. Ah, yeah. Don't, don't judge me. I get into his car, or I'd rather, I go to get into his car, and he has to move a bunch of garbage off the passenger seat so I can get in. He, pushed, he puts the garbage in the back seat. I look in the back seat. There's no back seat. It's all metal. He tore the seat off. Why? Never did get an answer. I don't know. So then he takes me over to his friend's house in a different trailer court in town. We call the trailer court Boner Vista. I take drink because that's where the the fancy trailers were. If you had more money, you lived in Boner Vista. I don't know where our reasoning came from, but that's what they called it. And when I say we, I think it was just me and my sister. I don't know if it was really a big group of us, but still it was more than me, so it was me. We go to Boulder Vista to his friend's place, and all I'm thinking is, oh my God, you're taking me to your friend's house. I don't know these people. I am socially awkward. Still to this day, I fell out of the vagina. Socially fucking awkward. <coughs> oh God, Jesus, that was the beer. Throw lemony, little hint of taco in there. We get there and these people, they were really nice. Very, very nice people. But there were kids all over the place and it just wasn't my cut at all. I just remember them offering me cigarettes, and I took the cigarettes as a way of being able to not have to talk. I'm like, okay, if I sit here and smoke, I don't have to say anything. I'll just keep smoking. I smoked so much that my chest hurt the next day. Which, of course, Mom didn't know why I was smoking at the time. I just blamed it on the hillbillies I was hanging out with. I say hillbillies in a lot of way, because like I said, they were nice to Hillbillies is not a bad term, so don't get your pants in a lot. He, that guy, ended up calling me re repeatedly. He called me all the time, wanting another date. And I'm like, I don't want to. You gotta stop. You gotta stop calling me. He dropped by the house one time, and my dad actually had to go outside and tell him, you know, you have to leave. We got family here right now. You gotta go. Never heard from him. So Greg was my very last shot. <laughs> like, okay, if this doesn't work, I'm done. I am done, it's over, I'm gonna die alone, and I'll just keep the sex shop in business, buying big drums of lube and big dildos. I don't know what I was gonna do with my life. Because at 17, you know, when you haven't had your goodies touched, you think that's the end of the world. I don't know about you. I thought it was the end of the world. My, all I could think of was, what is wrong with me? The guys at school don't like me because I'm not the skinny girl. I'm not the cheerleader. 
I'm not the popular girl. I'm not the rich girl. I was the poor, fat girl from the trailer court that liked my library, who was socially awkward. So I go to meet Greg. I was 17, he was 18. Greg didn't have his license because of Mountain Moorhead. So I said, I'll come and pick you up. She missed you. I got into my 82 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme, silver with crushed blue velvet interior, working a track player. Yes, I was a pin. I was wearing the nice jeans and a white turtleneck that made my boobs look amazing. That was when they were actually kind of like high where they were supposed to be instead of like two cantaloupes and tube socks when I take the bra off now. I go get to his house and he's sitting on the front step. Oh God. It was like a basset hound sitting on the step waiting for his owner to come home. And he lived right by the stop sign. So I had to stop. I couldn't just roll through. He also knew what kind of car I had. So when he saw my car, he got up and he kind of bounced around and looked eagerly like, oh, is that you? Yeah, it's you? Oh, great. I almost drove away, you guys, I'm not kidding. And Greg, if, this is, if you're listening, you know I almost drove away. You remember that day. You were wearing a Star Wars t-shirt. I want to say it's the one that you still have. It's the Darth Maul t-shirt. You were wearing jeans that were pulled up way too high with the belt tied way too tight. With the, the bottom of the pants, they were kind of tapered so then they really hugged the ankles. The, the tennis shoes. The white high top tennis shoes with green like trim on them were tied so tight that the toes curled up. Then I got to the face. <laughs> oh, that face. His hair was parted on the side and combed over just how mommy always wanted it to be. And his glasses were huge. I mean, I'm talking like 1985 Coke bottle bottom glasses. And he got into the car and I'm just like, I, I said, hi. He was, hi. And he made me laugh. And he kind of broke the awkward, the awkwardness of it all. Because I knew I really wasn't a prize, obviously, because no other, nobody else ever won with me. But he made me laugh, and then he told me later that he popped a boner in the car because he liked my white turtleneck. That's how he knew it was meant to be. Nineteen years later, we're still together. Had our ups and downs. Um, I haven't smothered him with a pillow yet. So I think things are okay. We're still working on it. But that's our love story. Um, another reason why I don't want children because I don't want to tell them that love story. You know, a lot of people have these romantic things. Oh, I met your dad on the beach in Mexico. We were both really drunk and I puked on him and it was just, it was a beautiful, magical experience. I don't know if that's really magical or beautiful, but still better than 
Yeah, I was desperate, just wanting to get my stuff touched, so I got online and said, Hey, are you single? <laughs> that was my life. That, that is my life, still. Oh, so many things to talk about, so little time. I don't want to drag these on and on when you get bored. So, where are we at right now? We are at the 36 minute mark. I think I'm going to save the rest of what I want to talk about for another time. So I'm going to bring this to a close right now. I hope you all have a wonderful 4th of July. And I hope if you don't have love in your life, that you find it in a much more romantic way than how Greg and I found each other. And I hope that <laughs> when you get married, he doesn't giggle as he hands the ring to you. Yeah, that was a really nice moment. Here's your ring. <laughs> That's what I got. I wish you all love and happiness, and I am now going to go finish my beer. And maybe take an emodium? I don't know. My stomach still doesn't feel quite right. So, until next time, people, you have a lovely rest of your week. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Bye.